0: Good day, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Legend. And today we are going to go through Chapter 1, Part 1. Because of our time constraints, I don't want to do the whole chapter. So, uh, I see the chapter has been split into sections. So, we'll go up to do Chapter 1, Part 1. hope you enjoy it. Rick was drunk. Not enough to matter... But, enough not to matter, he thought. Staring at the ruby wine, casting blood shadows in the late crystal glass. A log fire in the hearth warmed his back, the smoke stinging his eyes. The acrid smell of it mixing with the odours of unwashed bodies, forgotten meals and musty damp clothing. A lantern flame dancing briefly in the icy wind as a shaft of cold air brushed the room. Then it was gone, as a newcomer slammed shut the wooden door, muttering his apologies to the crowded inn. Conversation, which had died in the sudden blast of frosty air, now resumed. A dozen voices from different groups, merging into a bubble of meaningless sound, Rex sipped his wine. He shivered, as someone laughed. The sound was as cold as the winter wind, beating against the wooden walls. Like someone walking over your grave, he thought. He pulled his blue cloak more tightly about his shoulders. He did not need to be able to hear the words to know the topic of every conversation. It had been the same for days. War. Such a little word. Such a depth of agony. Blood. Death. Conquest. Salvation. Plague and horror. More laughter burst upon the room. Barbarians! Roared a voice above the babble. Easy meat for the Drenai lances! More laughter. Rick stared at the crystal goblet. So beautiful. So fragile. Crafted with care. Even love. Multifaceted. Like a gossabar diamond. He lifted the crystal close to his face. Seeing a dozen eyes reflected there and each accused. For a second he wanted to crush the glass into fragments, destroying the eyes and the accusation. But he did not. I'm not a fool, he told himself. Not yet. Horeb the innkeeper, wiped his thick fingers on a towel and cast a tired yet weary eye over the crowd, alert for trouble, ready to step in with a word and a smile before a snarl or a fist became necessary war. What was it about this prospect of such bloody enterprise that reduced men to the level of animals? Some of the drinkers, most in fact, were well known to Horeb. Many were family men, farmers, traders, artisans. All were friendly, most were compassionate, trustworthy, even kindly. And here they were, talking of death and glory ready to slay any suspected of Nadir's sympathies. The Nadir, even the name, spoke of contempt. But they'll learn, he thought sadly. Oh, how they'll learn. Herb's eyes scanned the large room, warming as they lighted upon his daughters, who were cleaning tables and delivering tankards. Tiny Dory, blushing beneath her freckles at some ribalded jest. Pesa. The image of her mother, tall and fair. Nessa, fat and plain, and loved by all. Soon to marry the baker's apprentice, Norvas. Good girls, gifted of joy. Then his gaze fell on the tall figure in the blue cloak, seated by the window. Damn you, wreck! Snap out of it, he muttered, knowing the man would never hear him. Horeb turned away, cursed, then removed his leather apron and grasped a half emptied jug of ale and a tankard. As an afterthought, he opened a small cupboard and removed a bottle of port he had been saving for Nessa's wedding. A problem shared is a problem doubled, he said squeezing into the seat opposite Rick. A friend in need is a friend to avoid, Rick countered, accepting the preferred bottle and refilling his glass. ''I knew a general once,'' he said, staring at the wine, twirling the glass slowly with his long fingers. ''Never lost a battle. Never won one either.'' ''How so?'' asked Horeb. ''You know the answer. I've told you before.'' ''I have a bad memory anyway. I like to listen to you tell stories.'' ''How could he never lose and never win?'' He surrendered whenever threatened, said Rek, clever, eh? How come men followed him if he never won? Because he never lost, neither did they. Would you follow him? asked Horeb. I don't follow anyone anymore, least of all generals. Rek turned his head, listening to the interweaving chatter. He closed his eyes, concentrating. Listen to them, he said softly. Listen to the talk of glory. They don't know any better, wreck, my friend. They haven't seen it, tasted it. Crows, like a black cloud over the battlefield, feasting on the dead men's eyes. Foxes, jerking at several tendons. Worms, stop it, damn you. I don't need reminding. Well, I'm damned if I'll go. When's Nessa getting married? In three days, answered Horeb. He's a good boy. You look after her. Keep baking her cakes. She'll be like a tub before long. One way or another, said Rek, with a wink. Indeed, yes, answered Horeb, grinning broadly. The men sat in their own silence, allowing the noise to wash over them, each drinking and thinking. Secure within their circle of two. After a while, Rek leaned forward. The first attack will be a dross. Dalnoch, he said do you know they've only ten thousand men there I heard it was less than that abelin has been cutting back on the regulars and concentrating on militia still there's six high walls and a strong keep and Dalno's no fool he was at the battle of Scallon really said Rack I heard that was one man against 10,000 Hurling mountains on the foe The saga of Drus the legend Said Horek Deepening his voice The tale of a giant Whose eyes was death And whose axe was terror Gather around children And keep from the shadows Lest evil lurks As I tell my tale You bastard Said Rick That used to terrify me You knew him didn't you The legend I mean A long time ago, they say he's dead. If not, he must be over 60. We were in three campaigns together, but I only spoke to him twice. I saw him in action, once though. Was he good? asked Brick. Awesome. It was just before Scallon and the defeat of the Immortals. Just a skirmish, really. Yes, he was very good. You're not terribly strong on detail, Gaurab. You want me to sound like the rest of those fools, jabbering about war and death and slaying? No, said Rick, draining his wine. No, I don't. You know me, don't you? Enough to like you, regardless. Regardless of what? Regardless of the fact that you don't like yourself. On the contrary, said Rick, pouring a fresh glass. I like myself well enough. It's just that I know myself better than most people. You know, Rick, sometimes I think you ask too much of yourself. No, no, I ask very little. I know my weaknesses. It's a funny thing about weakness, said Horeb. Most people will tell you they know their weaknesses. When asked, they'll tell you, well, for one thing, I'm over generous. Come on then, list yours, if you must. That's what innkeepers are for. Well, for one thing, I'm over generous, especially to innkeepers. Horib shook his head, smiled, and lapsed into silence. Too intelligent to be a hero, too frightened to be a coward, he thought. He watched his friend empty his glass, lift it to his face, and peer at his own fragmented image. For a moment, Horeb thought he would smash it, such had been the anger on Rick's flushed face then the young man gently turned the goblet to the wooden table I'm not a fool he said softly he stiffened as he realized he had spoken aloud damn he said the drink finally got to me let me give you a hand to your room offered Horeb is there a candle lit asked Rick swaying in his seat of course You won't let it go out on me, will you? Not keen on the dark. Not frightened, you understand? Just don't like it. I won't let it go out, Rick. Trust me. I trust you. I rescued you, didn't I? Remember? I remember. Give me your arm. I'll guide you to the stairs. This way. That's good. One foot in front of the other. Good. I didn't hesitate. Straight in with my sword raised, didn't I? Yes. No, I didn't. I stood for two minutes shaking and you got cut. But you still came in, Rick. Don't you see? It didn't matter about the cut. You still rescued me. It matters to me. Is there a candle in my room? So this was part one of chapter one. So thank you very much guys for listening. Hope you enjoy the story so far, and uh, we'll definitely pick this up on the next time. Whatever you're doing, keep it safe. Cheers.